Artillery bombardment. The clans claim we have no honor when we use artillery, but the clans' greater technology proves that our honor is greater than theirs. Shujin Akado, Akada, Nakie. You're listening to Wolfnet Radio, the show that makes it happen. I'll be your host this evening, Matthew. I can help. Bloodbath Barons uh, co-host tonight, Andrew. As we grow, the men will crawl. Good evening, guys. I apologize for I'm on I'm on a backup headset tonight, so bear with me. Baron with you, and as always, Aaron looks tapered to me, Coach Crawl. <laughs> Good evening, Wolfnet. How are you? And Luke, wishful thinking, Charles Gideon Dirks. Hello, Wolfnet. Not uh, not joining us tonight to be Tommy, but uh, we'll uh, catch him on the next one. Uh, it looks like tonight we got some new products coming out uh, somewhere at Gen Con. And uh, I think the... The one we were looking for the most was uh, the 6th edition, Commander's Edition. Yeah, this is going to be a whole lot of Gen Con tonight. So much Gen Con. So much, so much Gen Con. I can only handle so much Gen Con. I got my copy. Yeah, so that was um, one of the uh, handful of new items that they released at Gen Con. Um, There's... From uh, the rumors, there's like a box worth of 6th edition that they got shipped in special for it. So, um, Just very, one box? Very fortunate few got their hands on it. But uh, um, I think all present company were lucky enough to do so. I think so. I think They're so. And it's really handy because the um, there is so much errata that came out <laughs> where yeah. we're, we're trying to trying to keep everything in context is really hard um so having it all in one one book where you can see the flow from thing to thing it real real handy um but i mean other than the the errata no other like big changes that i found um but yeah sixth edition it's it's on its way everybody so i kept, I kept uh catching myself i'm like okay is this errata in the sixth edition or <laughs> is it and then i'm like i'm like okay well i have my errata and i have my sixth edition so i i caught myself going back and forth i'm like okay yep it's in there so yay for that yeah and i'm usually not one to uh encourage people to rebuy products that they have um but i mean i was running around with a what third edition Ooh. <laughs> alpha strike command edition so um th- there, there were piles of errata that to keep straight so um if you're like me and you're running around with something uh more than a handful of years old um, ancient maybe may- maybe maybe sixth edition is the time to buy the new edition did uh did you guys get an email from catalyst at all for that the pdf has been updated mm-hmm. as well or we're still waiting on that uh still waiting i i think okay. i don't i believe um okay. well yeah because they they released the updated pdf when the book goes on sale 
and I feel like this is kind of like a exclusive. A yeah, Tamar Rising um, situation all over again, where it's not actually released because they just had the one one pack that they were selling at Gen Con. But that's fair. Yep. Okay. I was just making sure that I didn't miss something because when I do tournaments and that kind of thing, I, I rely heavily on my uh, tablet and the rules there so that I can find things much quicker. So super handy <clears throat> if nobody has done that yet. Uh, looks like we had some ceramic mugs. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> Very cool. Go ahead and tell a story, coach. <laughs> yeah, they have some really cool mugs and they are excellent uh for regular drinking or painting. Um word to the wise, um if you do drop your ceramic mugs on the ground, they will shatter into a couple of dozen pieces and uh if you bought said mugs for certain people and expecting to surprise them and then everyone hears no followed by a oh no um yeah you might be uh you might be uh tommy silent raven kruger uh trying to get uh, some cool ceramic mugs for people and uh mistakenly drop them on the floor we had that happen a couple of times I don't. I don't even. I don't even think he dropped it sharply. I think he rested it down. And it, that was in the bag, and it and it they, readjusted in the bag. They, sh- they shifted, and just like, oh no, like it took like a pin drop for them to shatter because you know, uh, high fired ceramics that are handmade or semi machine made. Yeah, they don't last. Yeah, they're they're not going to be protected by like. Well, they have paper. They just have like some sort of weird paper that was protected. It was like a a mesh cardboard paper that didn't really hold up. Didn't work. I would like to see a little bit better packing on that next time. I mean, not to uh, brag, but mine survived getting on and off three different airplanes. (laughs) Well, it's because the kangaroos are used to bouncing around. Yeah. This is, this is straight hell hounds. Goodness, sir. This is not, this is not death kangaroos. (laughs) This is the, uh, this is the logo that has always been the hell hounds. They haven't adjusted logo yet. I, Uh, I did, um, I did, I did get my ghost bear mug handle glued back on and it's just fine. I got mine. I got mine re-glued too. So, am I the Good only one go. that didn't break? I think. I think <laughs> you are. I've got, I've got two. I, I had three other ones. Z had one that didn't break, and then I've got two for uh, a certain family here in Minnesota that had made a request. So, um, hey, at least you guys got so one. Far, so far, oh, they didn't get yet. one. I didn't get one. Why not? I don't know. We'll have to ask Tommy next time. <laughs> but uh, no, um, I, I posted a photo of, of mine on the Discord. It is uh, the, the coolest brush cup I I could imagine. So um, I definitely don't need another like coffee mug or uh, or definitely don't need a beer stein. But um, <laughs> a, a good painting brush, a, a good brush cup. That's. That's exactly what I needed. So, sits right nice. next to me. 
when I'm at yeah, my, at my they, desk. So they they make great brush cups. And uh, I think we got to give a huge shout out to Talon for I think what he said in a month and a half got the hats sorted out and made them available for Gen Con. So because hats do sell, they did this I weekend. Think, I think we're learning that. So. <laughs> Which is good. More Did you get a hat? Right? Got, I hat? bought two. I I wasn't uh, I wasn't all happy about the color of the <clears throat> the hat and the brim, so I abstained courteously yet quietly. But they well, look they I, look fabulous. I bought two because I know I'm going to sweat stain one of them. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey, a switch I, I, when you turn it back. I think that was. Uh... My my favorite part of the uh, CGL booth, other than having our photo taken with everybody, but um, was on on our way out. I uh, uh, whisper yelled. Is that what they call that on in? in you stage said time? it. You said it loud enough to see whether you, you attempted to see if you could get somebody's attention. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it like surprisingly it, worked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, the, the um, I, I commented on the the uh, travesty that was Wolf Dragoon's hats, no Kellhounds hats, um, <laughs> and uh, Randall turned around and smirked at me and told me <laughs> the reason there weren't any Kellhounds hats is because he hates them. Um, <laughs> that sounds um, good enough. Yeah, yeah. And then I pointed out that you know Michael Stackpole is only a few feet away. And he's like, yeah, he can't hear me. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Well, fair enough, Randall. Um, I guess, I guess that's why we don't have, that's why Kellhounds can't have nice things. That's right. <laughs> Haters going to hate. That's right. <laughs> no, but, but the hats were, were very cool. Um, especially the, uh, the free worlds league ones, you those really stand out as not just another hat that, that like uh, really rich burgundy color or whatever they are. Those are really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, seeing uh, what they had on the shelf at Iron Winds, uh, the Mastodon and Jade Phoenix, those were a hit. Yeah. 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 I bought, I bought quite a few of them actually. Thank you I for you, getting me one. I think I you got bought a, all of them. I got a second one as well. I actually have mine both right here in front of me and really not putting, forward to... I started putting the Jade Phoenix together. I'm mad because there's no way to get that bitch together without pinning it. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, I, if you do, good on you. But the way I'm looking at it, I mean, I got a leg um, glued to a base right now uh, just so that I had something that I could... Maybe use uh, clay or putty or something to get the the torso and waist glued to to try and get the right angle that I want for how the cockpit and torso are going to sit. And, I mean, it's a big ball socket that'll go in, which is nice. It's just, I feel like it needs to get pinned, which turns into a lot of, a lot of work. Yeah. But that's that's part of the metal miniatures, and in a certain respect, I, I do like the fact that they make the metal miniatures 
and have the parts available the way they do so that you can action pose them or that you can do something um, to make yours yours. You know what I mean? Unique. So, yeah. So, trade-offs, right? And I think it'll it'll work out. It's just, I think it'll take a little little more work and maybe some creativity to get the, because the, the right leg, right? If we're looking at the back of the mech, the right leg actually cocks back a little bit, and it's just the toes that are touching instead of the full foot. So there's oh. a little different angle that you got to try and, you know, figure out there, and how do you get the, the foot glued to the leg so that you have the right angle on it, and it just... I have this. What's, what's I, I going have this, on there? I have this imagination of um, Andrew playing um, red, red, blue square, red square, mm-hmm. green, playing uh, uh, playing Operation or and, um, and. Twister, playing Twister with his with his uh, Jade Phoenix as he's putting it together. As long as I don't, as long as I don't drill my hand, as <laughs> Mario said, right. Most mechs are put together with your own blood, right? Because he drills and magnetizes freaking everything he possibly can. And like when I talked to him earlier this week, he's like, every miniature has a little of yourself in it. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) he made the comment. So I do have to tell that story. So we're standing in the booth and uh, 1G's there. And he's kind of, he was the camel spec artist on hand for talking about the uh, the diorama, which was, as always, CSL guys killed it. Um, but Mario looks at him, and he starts saying, he, start, he starts having a conversation with him, because 1G did this amazing um, Black Marauder piece that we got to see and hold, what, a couple years ago? That's when I had the case of the drops. It was, it was a yeah. terrible year for me. Um, <laughs> but I, I had said to 1G at that time, I'm like, if you ever want to part with this piece, um, please at least give me a chance to give you an offer on it, right? And so, Mario says... So we're standing in the booth, <laughs> and Mario starts talking to 1G about, well, when can I come pick up that Black Marauder? And I freaking spun on 1G, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I'm like, I thought I had this. And 1G looks at me deadpan. And goes, I needed parking money. And I almost <laughs> lost my shit. I mean, it was it was like it was like the Marauder deal for April Fools. Only it was these two. They they got me really really good. It was dead right. One of the one of the more highlights of of the show. But it was that was pretty good. Well well done, guys. You got me. <laughs> I'd give anything to see that. Andrew doesn't fool around <laughs> about metal. <laughs> I needed parking money. That is, that's I, too I need, good. I needed parking money, and I'm like, you motherfucker. <clears throat> oh, I broke, the, I gotcha, broke it already. <laughs> broke it already. Oh, Here we go. fell down. No, but, uh, so, um, that also is, uh, brings up an, well, this is a rough segue, but it segues into the diorama, right? What a yeah. great diorama. So Yeah. And um, how fast they did that. Oh, I, I heard it was like oh 90, 90 days. No, I believe that. I believe that there was a lot of people that had uh their finger in that in that diorama. I the, kudos to them. A lot for of different artists. 
kudos to them for having a small window to achieve the most. Yeah. And so, um, for anyone who hasn't seen it, are, th- th- there's got to be photos floating around like CSO, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, I better, I better go look before I tell people to go check out camo specs online for it. Because if you join this... the Wolfnet Facebook page, you'll see all the pictures from the diorama. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so yeah, it, it's got, you got all of the, um, quote unquote loyalist star league clans represented, um, and house Haritsu. Um, so I don't know if they are hinting at things to come or just dun, dun, dun. our emotions, yeah. but, um, I'm definitely pretty psyched. Yeah. I'm, pre- I'm pretty psyched about the Mastodon and when it's spelled correctly. <laughs> Maybe they meant to spell it that way. I don't know. I I went and searched and it spelled like half a dozen different ways. So <laughs> the best part is somebody's trying to put it together at home and they're searching and they're searching like why can't I find? Oh, it's spelled wrong. How's it supposed <laughs> to be spelled? <laughs> I think you... they have mastodon with an e, and it's supposed to be another a. Oh, mine's correct. So. M A S T. A-D-O-N. Did I do that right, or is it, am I wrong? M-A-S-T-O-D-O-N. M-A-S-T-A-D-O-N. This is going to be a fun Hooked on Phonics episode. Riveting. M-A-S-T-O-D-O-N is the correct spelling. Dun, dun, dun. So if it has an A, it's wrong. Oh, it is wrong. Mastodon. So it's limited it's a edition. Ma- it's a mastodon. Limited. Limit. Ooh. Do I break it? Do uh, I break it open for, and put it together then? <laughs> for the record, the uh, 2023 diorama is not on their website yet. Oh. The uh, I'm sure people won't keep the blister backing just to <clears throat> have the limited edition. But anyways, no. I my mas- my mastodon is getting. Put <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> That's okay. I've seen a mat cat before too. <laughs> no, so um a couple important lessons. One. A couple important lessons about the IWM booth. <laughs> one, do your homework before Gen Con. Know what you're going in there looking for because just stand there, there and are stare. So, yeah, there, there are so many <laughs> blisters. And then and then if it's and then they also have drawers with some of the smaller stuff like infantry and protomex and all of that stuff. Um so like you, you can't just like go in there and think you're going to look around and find anything that like speaks to you. Like, well, you might be able to, but it's going to take you a minute. Um, do your homework, know what you're looking for. They are super helpful. Uh, in if you go up to them and just say, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. They will help you find it on the shelf. Bam. Um, and also get there before Andrew, because otherwise <laughs> the, <laughs> there's no, there's no new releases anymore. Like, they, they were there, and they in. weren't there. <laughs> they brought more in the following day. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did. They were, and they were also very on top of it. Like one immediately when they sold out of the, uh, I think it was the Mastodon went first. Um, but they were Woo-hoo. immediately telling people, "Hey, come back tomorrow. We have more on the way." So they they were great customer service over at the IWM booth. Always. Well, let's see. Blaming me for problems, man. I just bought stuff. 
<laughs> bought stuff. A lot of stuff. Andrew was going through his contact list on his phone. Oh, yeah, they need one. Yep, they need one. They need Pretty, one. Much. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, hey, can I get a basket over here? <laughs> they gave me one. I walked out. I, I think I ended up with uh, eight or nine Jade Phoenixes and six or seven Mastodons, and I have two of them <clears throat> for myself. They're all gone already. Well, I'm not going to lie, but Mario should have gotten some sort of like company discount because when I was going through there, he's like, you need these. You need these. Oh, you need one of these. Well, oh, I was, don't kid yourself. I was doing the same thing when I was in there. I'm like, new to the game? You need this. He's like, new to the game? Get one of these. It's like, well, I want another, I want another Wolfen. He's like, well, do you have the H? I was like, I think I do. He's like, well, do you have the A? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Not good enough. <laughs> like, Here's another one. It's like, well, I guess you better get both of them. I'm like, fuck off, Mario. So. We we could be salesmen. We could be. Well, I, I didn't say no, so that was probably on my, my bad, too. So, I think you did that to me at the uh, Catalyst booth last time. Like, you're, yep. you're going to need this. You're going to need this. And then I get it home, and I haven't touched it. <laughs> <laughs> so... We talk about so I think we all got in on Wednesday. Um, Charles, did you have any troubles getting there? It was on the, your no, your trouble no. started on the way home, right? Yes, yes. I okay. getting there, getting there went as planned. Um, smooth, comfortable is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike last year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I I flew into Indy, um, got an Uber, picked up uh, bourbon from Valhalla Club on the way to the uh, the house that we all shared. Um, we hung out for a couple hours, explored the incredibly weird layout of the place yeah. we were staying. Um, house. Yeah, tr- trying to relay to everybody how weird the layout was because we were trying to figure out where everybody was going to be staying. You know, like bed assignments and everything, but. Um, I think yeah. I got lost twice. Yeah. I had somebody had to like send uh, breadcrumbs along my way to find my way back out. Yeah, um, but uh, and then yeah, we 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 well we got we got talking about um, all of the, uh, what is right and wrong uh, in current BattleTech fiction because that's what uh, nerds do. So <laughs> um, we 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 got into that, and then uh, everybody else started showing up. Um, so you guys drove. We did not run into a burning vehicle this time, which has been yeah, the, uh, the token, um, situation on the way to GenCon every year has been a burning vehicle, <laughs> <clears throat> which we're glad because we'd rather not have people have burning vehicles. Uh, but we did, uh, we did drive past a, a mountain line. <laughs> Yeah, there's that a was, dead mountain lion on the side of the road, apparently. Like, what the hell was that? I'm like, uh, stone lions or, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Too soon? Oh. I, too soon. I, too soon. I drove down with Z and uh, Jedi Bob, which was, uh, it was great. Uh, we had a great, great trip down. Um, I think I set a new speed record trying to get, trying to get to Indy. <clears throat> Um, but for me, I guess, you know, I wanted to talk about the house cause most of the, t- for me, going to Gen Con now is, is about 
getting to see people and being able to sit and just just talk. Um, the gaming is fun, but being able to have conversations with people that aren't online is just so much better. And we had such an awesome group at the house. I don't know about you guys, but the house the house made it, it made my Gen Con this year. Um, Agreed. I was worried about it a little bit just because we had so many people staying there that, you know, we were trying to coordinate stuff and we were trying to figure out whether we were going to be able to do X, Y, or Z. And, and instead of trying to plan, we kind of went with it. And lo and behold, it all kind of came together, I thought, anyway. Um, but we had... We had Valhalla Club, we had O-Tube, we had um, On the Origins, we had Of Mice that and Men, we had of, of, of Mice and Men? Of Mechs and Men. Armor Up, yeah. yeah we, had, we, had a, we were the uh, podcast uh, hub. Um, but, but yeah, no, the, I, I totally agree. The, um, uh, the crew that we had uh staying at the house was uh Uncanny. just a, yeah just a ton of fun i mean it's always it's always good to be able to uh connect with uh you know like uh brute and eden um and um then we kind of were able to add a few a few people that are kind of uh not not like new to the group but like meeting them in person for the first time and stuff like that and it just all went real smooth really enjoyed having the opportunity to talk with uh jason hansa oh yeah um that was great conversations about some very interesting things that he's working on and things that are coming up um and i mean being able to just hang out with you guys it was we talk to each other all of the time but we don't ever really get a chance to hang out and it was fun i, I really enjoyed that thank you all business and no pleasure. <laughs> I did. I did find it funny because Charles really did have a tough time describing the house, and and we're just and like, oh, wrong. and, and he you were wrong. wrong. When we got there, we're like, oh yeah, this is like just weird. <laughs> it literally took me a day and a half to figure out how to find my room. <laughs> it's it's but like it, it's like three apartments together, but renovated in separate time periods it was different i had to remember to make make uh, when you went in when you left the room you had to stay left and go over the orange <laughs> tape go right and then the thing that looked like a closet no go to there because that turns into a hallway and then you veer left again and then you're in the living room of where z's z was staying in the loft and i was down around the corner and but yeah, you had to, you had, it was, I'm glad I didn't drink a lot and get really blasted because I may have just had to curl up in a corner and say, this is good enough for tonight. <laughs> I, I, I did like how I made uh, Mario move the bar three times. <laughs> <laughs> just to end up at the same spot. Need a ball of yarn next time. Big shout out to uh, Ben and Aaron for putting up with everyone's shenanigans because the the congregation point kind of <laughs> ended up being where they were sleeping and they were kind of at the whim of, of the house. So 
and, Thank you. and Chandler. Chandler was in the, the yeah, back. For, the back was closet, just, so. He was just off the, the wall there. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> I covered you the know, door. The sacrifices we make. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, and, and I appreciate it. So we got so we get there right Wednesday night. Um, we had our agent meeting because we ran our 350 event with uh, the demo team. So we were off and went and did that. And as we were at the the agent meeting, we saw got to say hi to everybody. And when we finished up with that, um, Mr. Evans, Brent Evans, came back to the house with us and. Uh, he and we Topa came over a little while later, along with uh, Jeremy Wayland, and I apologize, I don't remember the third guy. Um, but I got uh, I bought Brent his his bottle of a Hornitos, and and we got a drink. We got a drink <laughs> Wednesday night. <laughs> I I it's think a, uh, it's a sippy. It, and we sipped it. It was. It's a really really good tequila. I I really enjoy it. <clears throat> Here, Matt, uh, try this. Oh yeah, sniff, clang. No no no. You're supposed to sip it. And like it's what? Just, oh, it's just a sorry. Tequila, I don't not place. a shooting tequila. <laughs> this one's actually good. You want to oh, savor it? <laughs> it? It's expensive. Well, give me another one then. <laughs> um. So that was that was Wednesday night, and we stayed up till three. I think it was three thirty. You, you guys, uh, you guys uh, skipped how incredibly long the agent meeting was. Oh, because yeah. because all all of us non agents um, tagged along just to you know go check out the the will call line, you know get a get a lay of the land, all that good stuff, and we 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 just kind of sat outside the room for a while because we just. Like we accomplished everything we could accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, uh, I knew that the, uh, of Mex and men guys were, uh, uh, going to be coming in at some point. So we, uh, uh, started yelling out, uh, that we had free gantries, um, <laughs> trying to, trying to lure them out. Looking back, if I would have, I, I should have rented like a big white panel van and written free gantries on the side. Cause that definitely would have. We could have, we could have nabbed some of Mexican men uh, podcasters, but um, in, in now in hindsight, after hearing their podcast about Gen Con, they didn't get into like midnight or something like that. Like we were long gone by the time they got there. But yeah, um, uh, but uh, I also got to see the the uh, inflatable Irby in person for the first time. Um, I've got a picture of that with all of us too. Yeah, I gotta get some of that. I gotta get that shit posted too, don't I? Jesus. And, and we started to uh, discuss, like, well, if since we're doing an anti-mech attack, I'm going to pick this leg because it's got the AC-10 underneath. <laughs> Where yeah, are my so, handholds going to be? <laughs> so because because inflatable Irby is a uh, one-to-one representation, um, and I am this the the height the, I am the bare minimum height for an elemental. An elemental does not have to jump to knee attack. A, a an urban mech just throwing that out there nope. yeah so a, a normal sized uh elemental definitely doesn't have to and a tall one i mean th- they might even be able to pull off a hip attack who knows but they'd hit the gooch <laughs> but yeah no a lot of fun um just one well, and to that first night just because you're just wandering around and running into just everybody you know because the uh the catalyst folks just got done setting up the booth, you know, 
out, you know, catching fresh air, out walking around, taking in the sights themselves. So you just walking around, it's like, oh, hey, I, you know, I know you, you know me, you know, like running <laughs> they, into people that you haven't seen in a year. It's, it's what, when they take that first stressed exhale, like, like it's just begun. He's like, oh, we've got so much to do. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. And hats off to the, uh, all the CGL folks. Cause I think what they, they started on Monday and Set yeah. started setting up so that like we show up, you know, all full of starry eyed dreams and hopes and all of Piss that of good stuff. And, 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 and they're like already three very have, long days of like manual labor into it. So we haven't been beat down yet. Um, but, but yeah, they, I mean, they, they, they rose to our energy level. It was, it was a good time. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the CGL meeting, um, one thing I took away, I asked Lauren, um, if they are going to be getting a distribution hub or where they're at with the distribution hub for Europe and, uh, that part of the pond, he said they were actually meeting with the people that were supposed to kind of hose them, I guess, over a year and, uh, he did say that they were meeting with, two, I, th- I believe, one or two possible uh, other people to take on distribution for Europe. So just a little heads up that uh, you guys across the pond aren't getting forgotten. It's just uh, there's a lot of politics, I think, that's going on right now. And hopefully they'll get that uh, solved here pretty quick. So, And I think we also heard while we were at the agent meeting that... Um, they have sold 10 million yep. miniatures since uh, since the first Kickstarter, correct? Yeah. 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 Ten, I thought that, was, miniatures. thought that was a very fun and awesome stat to, to hear. Um, so, well did done, they, fans. <clears throat> did they talk about um, the other the other publications that we're supposed to be getting more should have gotten. I, I did ask, I did ask about the, the outstanding items that were on the first Kickstarter, the in clan invasion. Um, and was told that, you know, it's, it's being worked on. Um, you know, in particular, I was, what about the Dragoon orange <laughs> origin story? Um, and I think if I remember correct, Aaron, they said they were they had like two chapters left to be able to get into editing, I believe. So it's coming, just not as fast as we all want it to, you know. Shocker. All right. Yeah, so uh, busy, busy, busy. Um so before before anybody goes breaking their NDAs, um so we uh, go and, uh, uh, yep, back at the house, have a great night, hanging with everybody. People finally take off at, well, I don't think it was 3.30, was it? Was it 3.30? Yeah, it was, it was, it, late. It was late. It was late. But um, And then we all catch a power nap and get back up the next day because next day is the first day of the convention officially. Um, and we get over there early. Um, checking out the game area uh, and then everybody kind of migrates over to the uh, exhibition hall right before they open and um, yeah 
it, it was, um, I, that was a first time experience for me. I've never, because last year I was, uh, infamously incredibly late. So, um, it's been a long time since I've been in a, a throng of people like that. So <laughs> it was, uh, it was pretty wild. Um, it definitely got to uh shoulder to shoulder space and then they opened the doors and everybody, there, there was no, there was no foot races, which was good. Um, but getting to the, uh, the catalyst booth, there was already a line all the way around the booth. Um, and they, they were doing a really cool thing of, uh, handing out numbers. So when you came up, they would just hand you a ticket with a number on it. And that number was good for the rest of the day. So if you came back and the next person in line had a higher number than you, you got to take your spot back in line. So it, that was a, a really cool, uh, thing where otherwise I, I feel like catalyst would have had like a whole spiral around their booth, like multiple yeah. times. Um, yeah. so it was a good way of them being, I guess, savvy, uh, con booth runners where they didn't end up to, uh, it just would have been a giant, you know, mass of people around their booth and would have really plugged up that whole side of <laughs> the vendor hall. Um, so hats off to you, uh, catalyst. And then, uh, right there working the door as a bouncer was, uh, none other than Michael Stackpole himself. So, uh, pretty fun but um yeah so then we go we ran around we bought everything we already kind of talked about um all the stuff that they had for sale um and then getting lost a couple few times in the vendor area um and then we uh set up shop in, over at the uh, jw yeah thursday afternoon uh kind of last two this is the second year we did that um, there's a big conference area over at the JW and we, uh, found some open tables and we set up, uh, set up some tables for open game, open 350 gaming or just doubles gaming, whatever. Um, it's a nice place to, to hang out. And, uh, if you want to just kind of decompress a little bit, get away from the throng of people. Um, we had quite a few people show up and, and, uh, roll dice and shoot the shit and, uh, we got, a. I think, what are we going to call the game that we did with the two, two mechs at 75 points? And, um, we just kind of had a, a, a grinder style game, which was a lot of fun. I think I was the first one to die in it, but, um, I think people really enjoyed that. And of course, Mr. Evans walks away winner of that, which not being an alpha strike player is, you know, hilariously funny. Um, but we shut down, I think we shut down there, what, around 10, 30, 11 o'clock and headed home. Uh, yeah, well, uh, well, yeah, it, it kind of become a, the unofficial meetup spot for all content creators. I feel like, um, because that, that was kind of where everybody went to go sit down for a while and exchange stickers and all of that kind of stuff. Um, mechs of mechs and men, uh, uh, we're up there, uh, Derek from on the origins, uh, got there. Um, so it, it, yeah. And then there were a bunch of us that went back to the house, um, because we're old and tired. Gassed. Um, and then, uh, and that's like, 
like within a few minutes, I think is when all of the CGL folks showed up and then, uh, uh, Andrew and Aaron being the, uh, the veteran con goers, they are, they, they, they dug deep and found their fourth wind and, uh, hung out yeah till well into the evening, yeah, 11 o'clock or whatever. Um, and, uh, I should have known better cause we all went back to the house cause we were tired. And then we sat around and talked until you guys got back and then we continued <laughs> to just hang out. So, um, good times though. Yeah. I wanted to, uh, thank you. Big, send a big thank you to, uh, Mr. Uh, Michael Saravella. Um, Aaron and I got a chance to have a really fun and engaging conversation with him about some potential, um, storylines that are coming up so that was a lot of fun to be a part of that process um big thank you to michael for for just going through that that was exciting that was a lot of fun so we get home went thursday night do some more drinking and some more partying but we we shut her off shut her down a little early because friday was our the first day of the 350 um this year we did we, we tried something new for Gen Con in that we had uh, a five round tournament on day one and we took the top eight players to play in a in another tournament on Saturday. So we had thirty five players uh we had thirty five tickets stolen, we had thirty five players show up. Um we had uh one small snafu with uh, one of the players. He had did not realize he needed to bring an army, um, <laughs> but we got it sorted out. We we got him. We got him an army. Thank you, Tommy. And uh, he <clears throat> rolled dice and, and had a good day. Matter of fact, I think for the most part, I think everybody had a really good day. Um, that's that's pretty awesome. When you know someone walks up, he's like, "Oh, how's it going here?" I'm like, "Pretty good. How are you?" I'm like, "Oh, what's this?" I'm like. This is the Elf Strike 350 tournament. He's like, oh, uh, I'm supposed to play in that. I'm like, what's your name? Hey, you, you go over there. <laughs> so, yeah, we were, it, was, it was our last check-in, I think. Um, but I, I don't want to make this sound like tooting a horn or, you know, being, like, so awesome. But the tournament went phenomenally. Um, we... We've got, I think we've got a, a very workable system down. We can control, you know, 17 tables really without issue. Uh, matter of fact, I think we could control, you know, double that and not really have too much of a problem. Um, we had some good suggestions on, you know, perhaps doing something better for for uh, table numbers and, and getting people to their, their new spots. Um, <clears throat> we've had... A lot of really good discussion on the Discord um, concerning uh, 350 and being at a tournament and what to expect. Um, the guys over at uh, Mex and Men did a really nice recap for their first experience with 350. Um, a big thank you to them for all the kind words and so glad that you guys had fun and are looking forward to the next event. Um, <clears throat> Really enjoyed talking with those guys throughout throughout the Gen Con weekend. Um, so, what did I say? We did five rounds. Um, we did 
we started off with bunkers and it was very funny. As soon as we said it, everybody kind of groaned. <laughs> that's always, that's always fun. Um, so yeah, I mean, you guys and Aaron, I, and Tommy were the TOs and, uh, Charles and Matt, you guys participated. Uh, why don't you guys give a little, you guys each played five individuals and you guys didn't play each other, which was great. Right. Um, no, well, I, yeah, I played four. I, I dropped um, oh, the last right. round because s- somebody right. wanted to drop, and um, Uncle Mark dropped. Yeah, that's right. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And j- just trying to be a good host um, and not force somebody else into a buy uh, for their last round. Um, I dropped also because I was exhausted by that point. Um, I, I'll get there. Um, so first round, um, let's see here. I played uh, Dustin. Um, first round he was a he was uh playing free worlds league um and uh th- th- there's a reoccurring theme for anybody who's ever listened to my recaps um i always get overly aggressive uh, i push the odds a little bit too far and it always comes back to bite me uh D- dustin got a couple rolls that he needed and totally just uh, threw me off so uh and then there wasn't enough time for me to come back so i lost first round um, second round, I played, uh, Jeff who, um, uh, was probably Don't. the most fun person to play. Yeah. Like he, 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 no matter what happened, he was there for it. He was 100% pumped for everything that happened. Um, and then I rolled two headshots on him, um, which made me feel really dirty because he was such a good, good pl- person to be playing against. Um, and then to have my dice actually turn on for that was just sad, but a uh, super cool guy. Um, and then, oh, and so uh, I should rewind. So I ha- have collected throughout the year uh, different scatter terrain buildings and stuff from uh, different events we've had out here in Colorado. So uh, I've been painting them up at, throughout the year, and I was just handing those out to my opponents um just as a you know a fun little token of hey thanks for putting up with me and playing against me um so i do that with my third opponent kyle um and i i'm like here have some you know have some scatter terrain and in true canadian fashion he goes thank you please choose a uh, salvage box and i'm like what he, he pulls out a whole he had a flat of salvage boxes to be able to hand out to his opponents so uh well done kyle um but that's kind of the way uh our our events kind of go people bring all sorts of different uh gifts and stuff for everybody but um i i uh lost against kyle um i don't remember exactly how other than he's just a really good player um and then my fourth round i played uh bourbon because we always have to play each other um and we spent 45 (laughs) minutes uh yelling at each other about uh spotting rules (laughs) Um, and not, not in a, like, not in a a mean way, like literally just laughing at each other. Um, and it was one long running joke. That entire round was one long running joke. So, um, finally when the round was over, we had to figure out who actually won and it was him. Um, so good job. Good job, bourbon. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, I, I had a lot of fun. All of the people I played were incredibly friendly. Um, I, I've said it so many times before and i will say it every single time it's not the game it's who you play with and 
those four people made made it a ton of fun to come and play. So thanks to all of you guys. How about you, Bloodbath? How did your Matt, uh, yeah. how did your games go? Um, I would say that I had a lot of fun um, meeting new people and also seeing the regulars, which is fun too because it's it's nice to see if their lists change, and if they don't change, I ask them why not. Because <laughs> um, if I if I happen to like maybe win, it's kind of like maybe it's time to switch it up a little bit or if they've really drastically changed it's like oh i'm in for it now because they might just you know completely board wipe me uh but a lot of games i i, I only ran four games as well because we had a buy right away um with the numbers um and i think my last game i think my last game against sam's dad Brian. Brian was um, probably my worst game because he played very well and his list was done very well. The paint job was even better too. And um, just couldn't get the angles on a lot of stuff. Um, my list was all lore. Um, it was not uh, min-maxed. Uh, a lot of those lists... You see some men maxing, you see some lower, you see a mix of others. And that really uh, tells you about the players as well, because uh, if it's men max, sometimes they don't have to use a lot of tactics. Sometimes they do. But the the more lore a list is, it seems like the more they have to use strategy and tactics against uh, their opponent. I know when I played uh, Z <laughs> for one of ours, um, it was uh, Headhunter, and basically I just said, well, I'm just going to throw it for a loop, and she's like, what do you, what do you mean? I'm like, I started putting all the trade on her side. <laughs> and Because uh, we know Zen is a good player, and um, she's ruthless and, and has a fun time doing it, so it's, it's always a good challenge and a lot of fun because sometimes you get, you get those rambunctious people where it's like, I'm going to go here and I'm going to kick your butt. Like, okay, well, we'll see you come up here. I'll see your side and we'll go here. And then you basically end up calling a draw at that point in time where it doesn't really pan out for one side or the other. And then you just keep going at it in small trade, just like chess. It's entertaining, but it's also fun just bantering back and forth a little bit. And sometimes you're, uh, your your fellow players across the table or next to you are like, are are you guys serious? Like, no, no, we're well, maybe, and then you'll just throw something completely serious out and you keep them throwing for a loop, which is fun too. So it's 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 more of it's sometimes it's more like the the banter and the conversation between the players is the real reason you're there instead of just playing the tournament, which is awesome. And um, a lot of my games came down to head-to-head -head or last-second either mistakes or um, last-second um, uh, total destructions. Um, it's really not one-sided that much. Um, I think with Brian's it was because he, he played the correct way and trying to counter that just didn't work out because... 
sometimes they placed their terrain really well, and sometimes their units were very, um, very resilient, or my dice just weren't going to have it. So I really enjoyed it, and I like seeing people advance. I, I don't always like winning sometimes, so it's more fun to um, see, people, see people get the most out of the, the play experience that they can, and that's what makes me happy. Oh, and uh, speaking of dice, I need to uh, shout out Ishii uh, from Charlie Company, Cider Company, um, because it was his dice that rolled the the headshot, and then later in that game with Jeff, and, and I, I kind of skipped this part of why I felt scuzzy, um, but I, <laughs> but but the the next time I got a crit against Jeff, I picked up my my Charlie Company dice. And I said, well, these rolled really good last time. And I just tossed them out into the middle of the table and they came up boxcars again. Um, <laughs> so that, that's why I felt really, really bad. Um, because it, yep. it's, it almost was like I meant to. Um, and there's no way I could have meant to. Uh, but Jeff, Jeff was hilarious. So he called over a judge um, just to make sure that, you know, I was using legal dice. Um, <laughs> all in fun, but it, 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 was, it was just, it was hilarious. Um, and then, yeah, like, the, like you were saying, bloodbath, the, the amount of fun had, it, it's more about those weird things that happen that can only happen at the table and sharing that experience with somebody. Um, it's not about, oh, I need to beat you or, you know, like any, you are my enemy. It's no, you're my opponent and your job is to mess with me. My job is to mess with you. And we're going to laugh about it the whole time. You know, like, and that, that is the experience I had with each of my, uh, each of my opponents. So it was just a lot of fun. I do have to issue a public statement or a public apology to Ian. <laughs> um, I was calling him Ishii all weekend and never heard him correct me. He said he corrected me every time, but I never heard him until the one time he's like, it's Koshi. And I'm like, Dude, seriously? <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "I've been calling you Ishi all weekend." <laughs> he's like, "I know." And so I, was, I felt really bad. So sorry, Ian. I uh, apologize profusely for that. All right. So I really appreciated we... the uh, the pizza. I thought that was awesome. And since you know you you don't see that at most other um, events, I really appreciated pizza well you're jumping ahead right so friday we finished um we had the top eight and that those top eight players and i'll read them in the order that they finished um so we're kind of ahead of the game there we had sam gaskill was a, a winner and then we have uh darren s kandari i think i said that right paradox. Um, ian ian yep paradox ian schneider uh, mike doyle he's a He's a old X-Wing player from your days of X-Wing, correct, Aaron? Yep, yep. Shout out Mike Doyle. All right. And then uh, proud father moment. Little Z came in in fifth. Um, John Moger came in sixth. Uh, Bill Hegg came in seventh. And I think he filled in for uh, Kevin Witt. Kevin had a uh, little double zero show up for the day on, on Saturday. So he stepped away. Bill Hegg filled in for him. And uh, then Kyle Fleming uh, finished eighth. So that was our, our top eight from Friday. 
And everyone who played in the 350 on Saturday that didn't make the top eight was able to come back and play in the doubles tournament um, that we conducted right alongside of, of the, uh, the top eight tournament. So I think that was a lot of fun. But I think the most fun of that, well, I can't say the most fun. Um, the team names were a lot of fun. Yeah. Watching people try and come up with what their team name was going to be and what they were going to call themselves. I think uh, um, Charles and um, you paired up Tommy. with Tommy, right? Yeah. I think they won. I think you guys won the naming contest for be- for best, uh, <laughs> By best being team name. Dir- dirty plagiarists. That's the <laughs> <laughs> um, funny because Aaron, Aaron, and, and Brett showed up late. And uh, we, <laughs> they were, they showed up and they were like, "Oh shit, we're odd." So I was like, "Charles and Tommy, you guys got to play. Um, we need a, we need a team name." And Brett and Aaron were were standing across the table from them, and of course, Charles pipes up with their team name of uh, of of Mexican. <laughs> straight they're up podcast. stole their name. We, we <laughs> stole them. Well, well, no, so no, you get for showing up well, late. Tommy said it to me first, and I just repeated it louder. So, um, <laughs> Tommy was actually the uh, the primary conspirator, um, but I thought it was a great idea. So, we uh, totally stole their name, and then uh, coach, um, you know, through sheer willpower and the uh, matching uh, the, <laughs> the pairings uh, software, uh, matched us up against those guys first round. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, no matter what, if Mexican men was going to win, win the first round. So that was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that we, uh, yeah, the, the doubles tournament was a lot of fun. And, and I think it's, um, like we've been talking about where it's the, the communal experience that, uh, that shared gameplay. And that's where, that's what makes doubles fun is because you and your partner are commiserating and, <laughs> And you're playing against two people rather than just one. And not everybody is taking action all the time. So <laughs> like, like when it's one-on-one, if you're not moving, you're thinking about your next move. If you're not shooting, you're thinking about your next shot. Right. But when in doubles, you have a little bit more like bandwidth, uh, in your brains to be able to, you know, joke around with everybody at the table. So it, it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, definitely a very fun, like laid back atmosphere, but, um, yeah. So yeah, Tommy and I, uh, played of Mexican men, uh, first round we won, um, on a, uh, kind of a last second hail Mary, uh, move. So, um, kind of, kind of speaking to, uh, what bloodbath was saying. So a lot of, a lot of matches were kind of like last minute, um, like g- going for, you know, Hail Mary kind of situations, and if it worked, it was great for you. If it didn't work, well, then you deserve to lose because you <laughs> weren't winning before the Hail Mary. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, it was fun. It, it, all of my matches all weekend were that way, where both both sides were in it right up until the last turn. So um, it was it was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, so we played. Uh, uh, those guys. And then for the second round, um, we played, uh, Matt S and, uh, Brian. Um, and then again, uh, we pulled it out in the, the last turn, uh, throwing helicopters at objectives. 
Um, and just too many things to blow up, you know, just, <laughs> just totally, uh, human waved it. So, uh, then the, the, uh, uh, the final standings, cause we, we called it after two because the, uh, uh, the, the final cut on the uh, singles tournament was done and everybody was uh, really tired, um, after yeah. two whole days of playing. So, well, plus uh, we, there was like a there was like a twenty minute win, like holy snakies. Yeah. Uh, but then yeah, we called it there. Um, and then uh, Matt, who who did you play in doubles? Uh, we played uh, uh, Corbin and with? Jeff. Who were you paired with? Oh, I got paired with the best pairing person of all time. <laughs> Him who shall not be named. Oh, you had to play with Mario. You had to play with Mario. <laughs> had to. Had to. Oh, yeah, I had, had to. the pleasure like of playing with Mario. <laughs> you, had to, you had to play with Mario. You had to play with and, Mario. I'm sorry. And I like and, that. <clears throat> and we had we had the most fun. Um, we played against um, was it Chandler and um, Null? Derek. Yeah. Derek. Oh, that was so much fun! Just giving each other hell the whole time, and then also. Um, against uh bourbon and bourbon jeff. and jeff oh we had like there were more we almost forgot to play the game sometimes we're just hey you gonna move like oh yeah we're on a clock <laughs> <laughs> like i don't really care but this is so much fun because there were times where it's like well i'm gonna try and do this and you're gonna try and do this can we get a pincer maneuver he's like that's not gonna work in a no snowball's chance of hell why don't we go over here i'm like yeah you're right <laughs> and uh just just uh badly uh bantering each other too like well if you wouldn't be sitting back there you'd be getting in on the action well long range i'm like well well, at least your dice are okay so i i i couldn't i couldn't have more of a fun time than with um doubles because you you just have more you have more sarcasm and fun with those people and it's it's kind of casual. It's 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 not do or die. It's I'm gonna see if I can make this work, and sooner or later you just have more fun with it. It it gets you out of that shell. Good. So we uh, we finished up we finished up early on Saturday, earlier. Um, we got everything packed up and. Z and I made one more run through uh, through the dealer hall. So, of course, you had to get one more damn thing, right? <laughs> I uh, got went through the Catalyst booth and was able to say goodbye. Everyone happened to be in the booth at the time, which was awesome. So I got to say goodbye to everybody because we were headed out early Sunday morning because he had to get back for a volleyball thing Sunday afternoon. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I took it as, as kind of funny because... As I was saying goodbye to everybody, um, Lauren now has like a little twinkle in his eye when he sees me. He's like, I should know him. He still doesn't know me, but at <laughs> least I'm getting the twinkle of that he should, or at least it feels that way. So, like, does that guy owe me money? Was, <laughs> 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 so, that always, that always cracks me. I mean, that, that cracked me up a little bit when I was like, you got the look like I should know this guy. And, and it made me laugh a little bit. Um, but then we went back to, 
Oh God, that was, was that the night that we did the walk over to the restaurant and then we couldn't get in and. Oh, that was awful. We even called ahead and they lied to us. That sucked. I was. So that was uh, Friday night. I thought that was was Friday night. Okay. That was Friday night. That was such a good restaurant too. I wanted, I wanted to eat there. Well, you guys could have. But, um, the, uh. Yeah, so the doubles, um, Jeff and Bourbon took first, and then um, uh, Jeff uh, and Bourbon took first. Yes, yeah. Yeah, Jeff Jeff, (laughs) Jeff went from. Oh, uh, rewind a second. Um, Yeah, I want to thank everybody for. That's right. Yeah, I want to thank everybody for entertaining me. Um, (laughs) uh, After the end of day one, um, I handed out some certificates for everybody. Well, not everybody. Um, There were six of them for different accomplishments achieved for those who didn't make the cut because... Those uh, are hilarious. Because because winning and losing uh, isn't everything, Um, at least not when you hand out certificates. Um, But I handed out... uh, Oh, man, off the top of my head, uh, we had... There were six of them. One, one was like a special operative. That was the person who took the most objectives with the lowest MOV. So they were, you know, <laughs> just straight, straight. They they didn't fight anybody. They were just taking their objectives. And that Zero was engagement. Uh, yeah. What what, uh, what was her name? Uh, Kaylee. Kaylee. Yep. Kaylee. Yeah. Kaylee. Won that. Yep. Yep, and then uh, the gambler, uh, the person who brought the single largest unit, was also Kaylee. Uh, she had a, a Daishi W or something like that. That was like 72 70 points. some <laughs> 70, 72 PV. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh, then there was um, uh, yeah. uh, War John Criminal. Matrikowski got War Criminal. Yeah, he got War Criminal because uh, he uh, had the highest MOV. He <laughs> caused and, the and, most and, damage. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was funny because when I uh, announced it, he was like, "Yeah, what are objectives?" Like he was he was totally <laughs> playing along with it. Um, oh, and then uh, Turf is Nails. That was the player that had the strongest strength of schedule. Um, and I think Mario got that one. Yeah, Mario did get that one. Yeah, and he Wasn't did have like a tough 7. schedule. Wasn't like 7.6 or something? It was just Hold crazy. On. I have it here. Give me a minute. Yeah. Um, I think mine was only like as low as 6. I think his was like over, out, out the roof. Like a 6, 7, 7 something. 7, 6. It was just ridiculous. Lucky. The, Lucky. the, the Oh, and then and then the uh, the uh, other one was who brought the lowest uh, total PV in their army. <laughs> um, which uh, somebody had like... Uh, 300 and 310 Three. yeah it was it was pretty low um but uh what was uh ostentatious heart, uh ost- heart of the heart of the warrior is your last one and that was the last one and and jeff won that one uh, which is the player who uh was in la- the lowest place who didn't drop um because he stuck it out and he was having well and, and it was it made me really happy that he got it because he was having a, a hoot of a time um the whole time um win, win lose it didn't matter for, um he was just having a great time which then the next day when he was playing doubles he took first place so it was a th- that was a lot of fun seeing him go from uh heart of the warrior to first place but uh, I also want to thank all of the authors, uh, Jeremy Sichone, um, Bourbon, Hansa. Um, I think that w- those were all the people I had signing stuff. Um, but uh, as prizes that went with the certificates, I handed out uh, some copy 
copies of shrapnel with signatures in them. So it was a lot of fun. Thank you for doing that. We should uh, kind of make that be a staple, I think, for the bigger events that we do. That was that was a lot of fun, and you know, we we like to ensure that people feel appreciated for spending the money and taking the time to be with us. And I thought that was a really cool thing you did there. So we're uh, we need to develop that or just continue with it. That was I like that. That was yeah, fun what? making the certificates on the fly too. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No printer ate one and I didn't have any spares. So then I had to run around all, all day, the day before I left to get suited. It was a whole thing. It was a thing, but, um, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And I really appreciated that the, the players like played along with, like they were having fun with it. Um, because I, I totally did cheese out on it. I got certificates. I got little certificate holders. We all signed the inside of the certificate holder. I like, I was like, if you're going to be cheesy and hand out certificates, you got to go all the way. Right. And everybody just had a great time with it and, you know, just had fun. So, uh, they, they took it in the spirit of, you know, just acknowledging the fun that, that had been had. So I appreciate everybody for doing that. Did you get any wolf owls this year? <laughs> well, I got to bring that up. I did. I, I, I absolutely did. Um, and when I made that statement or that, that commitment, um, I had sorely underestimated how incredibly loud it was going to be basically everywhere I went. <laughs> um, so the number of people, it, it didn't work the way that I had hoped it would, um, because nobody could hear anybody howl unless they were basically within line of sight. So then it, it, it kind of, you know, defeated the purpose. Um, but, uh, yeah, shout out to uncle Mark and, uh, Bushido for, you know, giving it an honest effort. I know other people howled too, but, uh, basically the only time it really worked was during tournaments because everybody could hear each other. Also, I can appreciate that people didn't want to howl too loud and scare the bejesus out of everybody around them because <laughs> like we could have howled louder, but when you're like shoulder to shoulder with like hundreds of people howling really loudly in the middle of that, you know, it's a, Seems a little weird. <laughs> Somebody else called dog catcher. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I did receive a few howls and I howled back, um, whenever I heard it, which always was like after the fact. Um, but it was a good time. It's a lot of fun. So thank you to everybody who played along with that as well. It was a good time. We had, I probably the biggest, um, assortment of swag from different, content creators and fans and friends that we've ever seen so far. There were literally like what six or eight sets of different kinds of stickers from podcasts. Um, I did like sticker time. Sticker time was fun. <laughs> we're setting up the boards and it's just like stack of stickers here, stack of stickers there. And it was a lot of fun with that. Speaking of stickers, um, the uh the Mexican men guys they were so they were such good sports of us ripping off their name they actually gave us a stack of stickers to hand out 
um, <laughs> because our team name was the Mexican name. So it, it was a lot of fun to just be like, yeah, we had these made up for our team name. You know, it, it, it was hilarious. <laughs> it, 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 we, we got, we got a little ridiculous by uh, Saturday, but um, it was a lot of fun anyway. Um, but yeah, absolutely. There were patches flying around. There were stickers. There was um, the, challenge people, coins. Yeah. Yeah, people sent stickers with other people to, to be able to hand out. It, it was ridiculously awesome, and my game box has never looked better. I want to see that <laughs> continue. Where, I mean, that's that's good advertising. It's good community exchanging. It's good um, break the ice kind of things. If you're you know not so silly on walking up to somebody and talking to them, like, hey, here's a sticker. Like, oh, hey, this is awesome, and they start talking back to you. It's a great conversation starter. Um, there were business cards, all kinds of stuff. And I, I, I really appreciate that, especially when I think when I get home and like the next day after I kind of unpack and it's just like, holy cow, there's a lot of stuff in here. <laughs> and, you know, when we would play, um, singles or doubles, it was, Hey, thanks for beating my ass. Here's a challenge coin. <laughs> And that was fun to do um, because I, I like that, that people who don't go to the event, they're missing out. And I hopefully that encourages people to go to the events because there's something of value they can get from going to the event. Yeah. Um, e even if you come to the event and just check it out, you know, it, like, especially like at a place like Gen Con, I get it. There are so many things going on that you might not be able to devote a whole day to playing Alpha Strike. Um, but coming by and checking it out and, you know, um, like this year we had uh, three TOs, you know, so th there's somebody who's available who you can pull aside and be like, oh, hey, you know, is this the 350? Okay, yeah. I, you know, and it helps us know who... Well, it's just nice being able to meet everybody that we've been talking to online. Um, uh, and I apologize too. Like I, I, um, I did not do a good job of making sure I got everybody's like online handle. Um, so I'm still trying to figure out, I, I'm kind of like coach where I, I'm trying to, uh, put, uh, call signs with real names and keep it all straight in my head. Um, but just, just being able to come out and, and to, uh, I had, how many did I have? I had, I think half my players, that was their first time, uh, at a tournament. And they said, uh, they said, oh, this is so much fun and so easy and not, not nearly as daunting as they thought it would be. Um, there are, there, the, I mean, there, there are tournament scenes that are ruthless and cutthroat. And if you're new, people are going to dismiss you, you know, like I, I, I don't know from personal experience, but I've heard from other people. Um, and that is just not the way that we, we, we want to run events. That is not any, I, I, I hope we never, like, I, I want 350 to be successful. I want it to be huge. I want everybody to be, you know, have that as a tool at, to play the game. Um, but I never want to get to a point where we lose sight of it's somebody's first event and let's have a blast with them because we want them to come to a second event. Um, and yeah, so I, I think mission successful in that regard, but I'll get off my soapbox. I, I, I should have, I should have packed a soapbox. That's what I should have done. 
<laughs> I was on one uh, for a long time Friday night. <laughs> um, so th- thank you for everybody who put up with m- me being on soapboxes. There was also a lot of, uh, you know, even though we talked about stories earlier, there was a lot of offsite gatherings. Um, where else did, else did we go? Um, sometimes uh, after uh, events, we'd go to a restaurant and just get away because um, you have to have some of that downtime. Like we've said before, it's it, get a breather, um, get a meal because your body needs to sustain that. <laughs> Otherwise, you just crash. Um, yeah. there's, there's so much, there's so many gallons of caffeine being, um, consumed that you need to sustain yourself. Um, I, I think we had pretty good, uh, turnouts for everybody smelling pretty good this time is <laughs> you really want to be uh, presentable when you come to events. So that's awesome. Um, and chewing gum is great because, you know, you get like coffee breath or something. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, was, it was a really good turnout for that too. Um, we've noticed things in the past like that where we encourage like self-care, especially with like, how are you feeling? Like I got a hangover. I'm like, oh, do you need some aspirin? I got some right here in my bag. <laughs> and, and to go back to your uh, stepping away for, for meals and stuff, um, like I, people, I, the f- food truck situation at Gen Con, I have heard a lot about, um, but also I, the value of grabbing that handful of people that are, you know, you've been spending the time with that you've been playing the games with that sort of thing, grabbing that handful of people and going somewhere where you can actually like stop for a second and just, you know, enjoy a meal together. Uh, I think is invaluable because there is kind of this pressure of if I'm, if I'm away from the con for more than 30, 30 minutes, like I'm going to miss everything. Uh, there's a, a kind of a FOMO thing going on. So stepping away, taking an hour, sit down. There are a lot of restaurants around that part of Indy. If you're in or wherever the con is, they're usually, there's usually plenty of restaurants around. Um, but Go sit down with that group of people, share a meal, and be able to just breathe and talk together. Because, I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but I, I had lost my voice by the end of Thursday. I had lost my voice by the middle of Thursday. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so just being able to like have a conversation where I wasn't trying to yell over the crowds was, was just really uh, refreshing. I think your voice actually got deeper. I think it did too. Um, and that's kind of what happens when, when I kind of lose it. So, um, it gets raspy and it, then it doesn't, it doesn't it get like, away. uh, doesn't get like, uh, Chandler when it's like, <laughs> no, no, but it, it, yeah, it just hurts. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it was, yeah, a lot of, a lot of fun. I, um, I think that, also, um, I know that Catalyst came through a couple of times, well, at least once that I know of for sure, because they stopped me and talked to me um, while we were doing the 350. <laughs> you, you can't leave with that without paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, not for that. I wasn't, I was going to bring that up. No, um, <laughs> but, uh, but they were like coming through and showing the, 
the play area and stuff like that and streaming it out to everybody who wasn't able to come to Gen Con, um, which I think is really cool because uh, the people who don't come to Gen Con, there is there are so many what do I want to say? There are so many, like you, you get to put your thumb on the pulse of kind of what's going on in the universe uh, on the, on the CGL side, on the, on the play side, all of that. Um, so I think it's really cool that they were encouraging that for people who couldn't come because going to Gen Con isn't necessarily for everybody. Um, but being able to still get a little taste of what was all happening there. Um, I think that was really cool that they were accommodating that for people. Yeah, that was, that was really nice. They were doing some live stuff and walking through the, the event or the, the event hall, not just what's in the distributor hall and stuff like that. That was, that was really nice. They had, um, they had some advertising this year. Who's that? CGI. I mean, they had some advertising this year about uh, events. I mean, it was nice to know that events were going to take place, uh, pulling people out of the woodwork of, hey, if you didn't hear about this, this is going to happen at Gen Con. So it was kind of nice seeing some of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Posting stuff online uh, I, beforehand. I think, I think they could have done um, a little bit more, like a more of a conglomerate of all these different events so they, they focused on a few which is okay but um you know they could they could do some more i think and that'll certainly get all those players um to the right direction and where they need to go and like hey i need i should look into this oh yeah. uh, speaking of events do we have any idea who won the kel blood name i did not hear or didn't pay attention to it okay yeah because well once i found out it wasn't uh friend of the show, longtime friend, uh, metal led. Um, once I found out it wasn't him, I was kind of like, Oh, I, I was really rooting for him, but, but he didn't make it. So I, I'm going to find out who won it and I'm gonna, going to track them down since and challenge you, them. Since you brought up metal Ed, we should probably give him a huge shout out. Um, while at Gen Con, he surpassed introducing the game of alpha strike to over 500 people. Um, which that's massive uh, numbers for, for me being out and in, or for us, for us being out and doing the tournament circuits and running hundreds, if not probably over a thousand games, um, that's a huge milestone. And that's, that's the front line of getting people to continue to come to the game. Um, like I've told most of the, I, I try and tell all the players um, every time after a tournament that, you know, I, to say thank you to them, right? Because if they don't show up, none of this means anything, right? So um, an early shout out, if you will, to all of the players, to all of the people on our on our Facebook and our Discord that keep asking questions and who keep bringing new players into the game. Um, thank you. Uh, it makes all of this a lot easier to do. It, it's, it's been a lot this year. Um, I've, I've been doing a lot trying to make sure that this was the year of 350. And um, I really appreciate the fact that people are, are just, they're coming out and more to the point that our players seem to get it right. 
to Charles's point and to Matt's point that uh, we are playing a competitive game. We do have a winner and loser, but there's there's a way of doing that that we're encouraging people to have fun. Um, you know, we have we have two rules, right? One is don't be one is have fun, and two is don't be a dick, right? Ensure that you're not that negative play experience that that person doesn't want to come back. And if you can approach the game and keep that at the forefront, you're always going to do well, um, whether you win or you lose. So um, thank you to everyone to who, who's, who's understood that and has embraced it and uh, is making the game as good as they possibly can. I truly appreciate that. Ditto. I think I totally got sidetracked. I'm, I was just listening to you and I realized, I think I got totally sidetracked in the doubles. It was, uh, first was Jeff and bourbon. Second was Kaylee and her dad. And I'm oh, yeah. totally brain farting on his name right now. Carl. 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 There we go. Yeah. Um, they, they took second and then of Mexican men took third. So that was, it was, that was very cool. Um, and everybody got like a little, uh, what do you call that? Like a, crystal trophy or a little plaque trophy thing um, yeah it was etched glass so it was a little hexagon there we go um, yeah. yeah yeah those were pretty cool yeah i screwed up sorry 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 for the doubles players my bad i'll do better next time <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have that these are big wars uh, i'll um, take I'll, a break oh do you just want to do shout outs Let's yeah, just I think we're kind of at the end here. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to weasel it in somewhere. Do you want to do uh, upcoming events? Uh, now, do no. we want to do? Do we want to do another one? In, in do we want to <clears> do <throat> another one on the third Sunday? Oh, um, might as well. I know that we're probably behind on at least one, if not two. And then, yeah, I'm uh, sure we can uh, make it work. And then, I mean, it may not be a long podcast, but then we could do all of the upcoming stuff because there's a lot. And I need to core, put it all together again because I added another one. <laughs> for punishment. Yeah, and we'll do a <clears throat> we'll do a Strategicon like primer for that too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. <clears throat> Who else did um, I play on my fourth game? I had Kevin, Brian, Z, and someone else. Let me look. <clears throat> yeah, you got me. I... You played Brian. Your played Plus. Brian the fifth round, and you played shit. Where'd you go? You played Zeno the fourth round. You played Kevin Witt. Your third round. You had a bye. Right. Out of five, I should have had four games. You had played Gage Veronu <clears> the <throat> second game. That's right, Gage. And first game. Bye. First game you had the bye. Thanks. Yeah, I think Gage, Gage is the one who uh, who won the uh, audacious competitor. I think he's the one who, who brought the smallest army. Yeah, I think so. Um... But uh, we should mention, though, that uh, uh, Tommy's uh, charity tournament will be coming up on November 4th, um, and th there will be more information to come about that. Um, 
as we get closer. But um, just remember November 4th, the charity event for uh, uh, Extra Life, uh, you know, children, medical expenses. Um, and the tournament will be set in Clan Invasion. Woohoo! Uh, shout outs this evening, Andrew. You have shout outs? Well, I, I uh, want to shout out everybody who stayed at the house um, for making Gen Con awesome uh, for me and my daughter. I appreciate everyone um, who put up with her and, uh, you know, got her pizza and other things uh, throughout the weekend. Thank you, Charles. Um, <laughs> That was, it was awesome that everyone was so cool and, and made her experience be fantastic. Um, a shout out to Catalyst Game Labs um, for crushing it. I mean, I think that the, the latest deal that came out, that Battletech is number the mo- third most popular miniatures game um, on the planet at this point. Um, huge shout out to them for for steering the IP and, and putting it in a position to be as successful as it is. Um, to CDT, uh, the, the Catalyst demo team, uh, there was a lot of people that went through the gaming area over Gen Con, and all of them uh, walk away with uh, a love of the game or they got a chance to try the game and they're, they're back home and, and trying to find players. Um, it's always a huge undertaking, and and they did a f- phenomenal job again this year. Um, to the podcasters, my 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 fellow podcasters, and all the podcasters, we got to, a chance to talk to over the Gen Con. That was a lot of fun. It was the the various different knowledge knowledge bases and how they all smashed together. Um, that w- was awesome conversation. Um, Shit, I had one more. I didn't write them down this time. I apologize. I th- we'll we'll call that good for well the, all the players. I I said it earlier, but to all the players who came out and participated and gave us two days of their time at Gen Con, I know that was asking a lot. We're gonna do something different next year where that won't be the case. But um, I really appreciate everybody coming out, and I really appreciate everyone. Um, grasping and understanding what it is that we're trying to do with building the community in that um, we're a community first and you win second, right? So I really appreciate that. Thank you. Aaron, shout outs. Um, again, I'm going to shout out Ian. Uh, apologies, buddy. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I won't get that messed up again. I want to shout out uh, Uncle Mark for making the trip and, and uh, proving that the old grognards can uh, learn new tricks. Uh, maybe not very fast, but uh, at least he's giving a go at it and had a great time. I really appreciate uh, I love that man. So really, uh, really great to see him again. Um, I want to thank all the participants on how awesome they were uh, to each other and to uh to me and Andrew and Tommy as, as tournament organizers. Everybody was very courteous, um, very uh, patient, uh, especially on some stuff that, you know, even TOs don't know everything. So we still have to look some, some things up and, and uh, just, we're really happy to have people be patient with us, walk through stuff. 
um, and just the overall vibe that everybody gave. It was a really, really, really good time. I, I always, I told Andrew this the other day, um, Gen Con, our tournament felt like 2017 X-Wing where it was, it was a new community. They were all coming together, having a good time. Um, there was competition, but it was more of a, of a feel of community that I think everyone got from it. It was, it was just a great time, had a lot of fun laughs. Um, I want to thank, uh, all the people at uh, Catalyst Game Labs and CDT to, to make sure that everything uh, went as smoothly as it did. <laughs> I want to thank uh, my brother, Brent Evans, for Wednesday night and the rest <laughs> of the weekend. Uh, I, uh, I really, really appreciate uh, how, how great of a person uh, he is and the rest of uh, Catalyst Game Labs uh, designers and, and, and people are at the top. So. Just, uh, yeah, I want to thank uh, oh, p- huge shout out to Matt and Tommy for uh, helping me drive. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I was uh, <laughs> I was going on uh, 48 hours of of no sleep and still trying to drive to Indianapolis. So uh, I, I made it as far as I could. And I, I really got to thank those guys for uh, helping me out and, and getting me there because it was a long, long uh, day for me. So. And, uh, and everybody else. Yeah. Like you said, the house was great. Everyone was awesome. It was just, it was one of my better Gen Con experiences. So <laughs> Charles, oh <my> God, Shut <laughs> up. um, f- first and foremost, I would like to shout out Tyler at American airlines, um, who, after my flight got delayed and I would have been stranded in Dallas overnight, um, was able to get me reticketed to fly into Denver. Um, and then follow, following that up, I'd like to shout out my wife who came to Denver to get me, um, and didn't leave me stranded in Denver. Um, next, uh, is, uh, uh, Kevin, uh, Bruschito, um, who gifted me with, uh, uh, mini that will be near and dear to my heart uh for as long as i have it which should probably be for the rest of my life i hope i don't know why i wouldn't have it um but uh i will keep the uh, demon bear safe um derek uh war crimes um is great to be able to meet you um share stories swap stickers all that good stuff um i appreciate the uh the gifts uh sir um then my opponents dustin jeff kyle and bourbon uh, made, made the entire event worth it for me. Uh, the crew of, uh, of mechs and men, uh, we spent, uh, we were up till yeah, three 30 or something like that Friday night, all just talking, um, great conversation with those guys. They are some of the, just the best guys to sit around and, uh, hang out with and talk battle tech. Um, and then of course the, uh, crews of, uh, on the origins and armor up, being able to uh, hang out with you guys for the first time or again um, for some of you uh, make, makes the trip 100% worth it every single time. Um, and then last one is uh, the my, my castmates. Um, it, it's a little mind-blowing. Um, Bloodbath and I kind of reflected on it for a little bit oh, um, one night where where we, we kind of like sat back and went, 
you know, it wasn't that long ago that we we kicked this off and we had a, a couple hundred people listen, which might have been us just listening to it multiple times. Um, so it's mind blowing to be able to go to a thing like Gen Con and have uh, built something together and kind of just held up a flag you know, for the community and then the community respond in such a positive way. Um, it just kind of, it, I, I, it makes me at a loss of words, which for me is really saying something. Um, so thank you guys for building all of this together. Um, and the community for doing all the, all the, you know, all the work. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to thank out all the players that, whip my ass or <clears throat> probably let me win. Just kidding. Uh, Gage, Kevin, Brian, Z, Jeff, Ben, Chandler, Derek, Mario. We had a blast killing people. <clears throat> and we, we also, as a group, we're going to thank uh, Shay uh, for dealing with us and having fun and keeping us fed. Um, we, we, we were sure that um, we were going to try and keep the chocolate milk moonshine um hidden but we had to break it out sooner oh later. i i totally threw him under the bus on that yeah so I, yeah if, yeah if, if you have mr Shea, thank you if, if if you if you have yeah. missing alcohol at your house it's probably because wolfnet stole it so um operatives are standing by and uh, <laughs> I also want to say uh, uh, thank you and fuck you, Mark, Uncle Mark, because he's awesome. <laughs> and uh, he makes a Gen Con <clears throat> wildly crazy because when things come out of the woodwork and scare you in the hallway, he's not afraid to like kick and yell at it. <laughs> and that makes my Gen Con a blast. Because um, how old is he now? He is 69 years young, I believe. 15 at heart. That guy, oh, you ain't yeah. kidding there. That guy's like a steam engine. He's awesome. Um, it's a, it takes a lot of work um, for all these casters, con content creators to run these events. And if you see him on the street, thank him for us. And you should be thankful that it's not a given. It's not a guarantee. Um, it is. It takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of time to write rules. Um, it takes time to write novels. It takes time to do designs, paint, artwork, um, organizing events. It takes a lot of stamina and it takes a lot of heart. And that's what we care about these days is your heart. So with that being said, uh, any comments, questions, concerns, you can reach us at WNRP. WolfStreetGoons.com. You can find us on YouTube, Discord, Tabletop Simulator, Patreon, Facebook, Queensboro. And we hope you have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Radio edit. Mark is only 67. <laughs> <laughs> oh.